Hello, and welcome to the Pisces Perspective Podcast. I am your host. I'm here every episode, usually by myself, Amber Chaplin. But um, I have some really exciting news, speaking of being by myself. For the next Zodiac Roast episode, if you guys, um, I don't know if you've all had a chance to listen to the bonus episode that came out a couple of weeks ago. I did with my sister. We started to roast the Zodiac signs. Um, the next episode, because I mean, we only got through three signs because my sister and I can literally talk for like hours and I mean like hours. So it moved, <laughs> it moved slower than it, that I thought it was going to, but that is a blessing because my point, amazing guest coming on the pod guys, like dream guest for me. Okay. Like this astrologer is one of the key astrologers <laughs> when I kind of came back to astrology. Like I had been in a, into it very much so um, early in my life. And then in my mid 20s, I kind of got lost and uh, from it or just dropped it a little bit. And this astrologer brought me back and she has agreed to be on the show. I am so excited. I'm going to keep her name a secret for now. I know I'm such a tease, but um, that episode is going to be coming out right before Christmas. Let's see. Do I have any other announcements? Oh yeah. Astrology course. Sagittarius season. It's coming out. And Sagittarius season actually is not that far away. November 22nd this year, the beginning of Sag season. The date, I'll be dropping that the first day of Sag season. So stay tuned on November 22nd uh, for the release date of my long anticipated <laughs> natal astrology course. And long, I know you guys have been waiting for so long. We're so close and I'm so excited. Now, this episode's not going to be too long because my daughter's napping. I'm squeezing this in. Uh, but we are going to be taking a look at just the astrology weather, what's going on right now. I mean, we are in Scorpio season since October 23rd. And I know this season has been challenging for a lot of you. Um, I've heard that from my clients. I've heard that from people uh, I know personally in my life. And um, my Scorpio season's been really great. I... <laughs> Not without its challenges for sure, but a real time of power for me. And I do think that's because I am, the sun is in my fifth house. I'm very creatively charged right now. Um, and for my Leo moon, that is so emotionally satisfying. So it's just a good time for me. And I think that's because the guiding principle of Scorpio, which I do feel like a lot of the times we forget is I desire like desire, that's such a passionate word. And Scorpio is the sign of intimacy and extremes of, of feeling. Superficiality will not do, right? Mediocrity is not going to satisfy either. And I think that's maybe part of the challenge of Scorpio season for a lot of people is we forget that Scorpio is traditionally ruled by Mars, right? Modern ruler Pluto, traditional ruler Mars. There's a competitiveness there. There's a desire to win or maybe more win is more Aries, but 
Scorpio is be on top, right? Like be on top of everything, be in control. And so if we feel like we're not in that space, that can be very uncomfortable for a lot of us, right? And so I feel that this Scorpio season, particularly with some of the like like other planet activity and aspects that have been going on as really shone light for a lot of people on areas where they're dissatisfied. Because when you think of the word passion, uh, you, I, I mean, for me, another word that then jumps into my mind is, you know, passion equals, ooh, ultimate satisfaction, right? Getting what you did, like, I don't know, like, it all kind of like, falls together. And, and sometimes we need to be so uncomfortable and dissatisfied that we realize we need to like exactly where we are. Scorpio doesn't want denial. Its energy is provocative, strong-willed, intense. And that is why it can be such an immensely healing and transformative energy. But to get to that, like, I guess, I don't know, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, if you want to look at it that way. I, I mean, I, I think transformation is like that. Healing is like that. Although they are a never ending journey. So there's lots of pots of gold <laughs> along the way. But in order to get there, we have to face things in our life. And, you know, <laughs> acceptance is the first step to recovery. But that first step, acceptance, well, that is not an easy thing. Now, in the new moon in Scorpio uh, earlier this week, we also had a really intense um, sun opposite Uranus, um, or that opposition happening. And while sun in Scorpio speaks through like emotions and unseen currents, Uranus as a planet speaks through sharp insights and intuitive awakenings. It is a shaker upper, um, cracks everything wide open to make space for a new way of being and shows us the real fragileness in reality by adjusting our vision to look beyond certain um, constraints or constructs. So I know for me personally, this manifested in a way of me just taking action on things that I had in the back of my mind, these these very few simple things, um, questions I had to ask people, uh, emails I had to send out, that type of thing. And I've just been sitting on because I was nervous. And this energy just was so great for me. <laughs> Again, I know it's been a hard season for everybody else, but um, I took those chances. And before the end of the day was up, I had answers to all those questions, and they were amazing answers. An intention comes to life when we have Sun and Uranus opposing each other. The intention of showing how much of ourselves and how much possibility lives beyond the constraints, again, or construction of our identity. 
So very strong aspect happening accompanying that uh, recent new moon in Scorpio. Now tomorrow, we also have a really strong aspect. We have a conjunction, which is an amplifier happening between the sun, our ego, identity, our creative energy and Mars, our drive, our instinct, our aggression. And that is, yeah, tomorrow on November 17th. And this is really going to be a beautiful energy. I mean, for me, it's going to be in my fifth house. So I'm really excited about it. Um, For the fires of motivation to uncover the truth and to reclaim strength and to grab that drive and energy and say, yes, yes, yes. I also invite you with this conjunction to really examine where you self-sabotage. Scorpio can be a sign that self-sabotage is a lot, I've found. And I actually was thinking about this the other day when I was thinking, I was um, looking at, at the weather for the week. Sometimes we don't realize how afraid we are of success or people saying yes or getting what we want. I know for me, that that's very true. And I really didn't realize how much so until the Scorpio season. And I felt a lot of release around that, realizing that I feel like I've been maybe blocking my manifestations because I'm afraid of not being able to handle these things. Even if they're great things, I'm worried that I'm not going to be able to keep up. Because I move a lot slower than I used to now. I've, you know, prioritized my life differently. And I had all these worries. And then I just stopped. And I was like, oh, my God, if at any point, I don't want to do this anymore. I just change. Right? I just change. And then I realized my entire life. I mean, I'm a Pisces sun. um, And then there's just a bunch of other shit in my chart. Like, transformation to me is so such a normal part of life. Um, I've had so many in my lifetime so far. And thankfully, my Pisces son helps me surf that. But at the same time, in a weird way, even though I'm so used to transformation all the time, I didn't realize how much I still had to unpack there. Um, Really, especially around Believing in my capability to handle great things or good things. Just kind of have to get out of my own way and maybe perhaps say a wildly overdue yes to myself. Now, also tomorrow with this Sun-Mars conjunction, again, the 17th, they're forming a trine in our cosmos to Neptune. Okay, now a trine is a really nice um, supportive energy. And I mean, with the Sun of Mars and Scorpio and Neptune and Pisces, this is a beautiful energy that's like, let's give the action to these dreams that they, they've been asking for. Scorpio likes action. So does Mars. Neptune represents formlessness and inspiration, whereas the sun and Mars are so closely identified to the self. Uh, So this is a beautiful blending of the intangible and and things that are tangible. So like the intangible has the opportunity to become tangible. 
through action. I mean, it always does. But especially right now, there's a lot of supportive energy. A trine represents harmony. These planets are working together. They are collaborating and supporting one another. Now, there is relief from this intense energy coming soon. I know a lot of you are just exhausted by the sting of the scorpion right now. Um, Speaking of which, there is to close kind of the subject of Scorpio seat, well, not Scorpio season, I'm going to move into Mercury and Sagittarius and some other transits. But I do want to read this poem by one of my favorite astrologers, Linda Goodman. This is from her book, Venus Trines at Midnight, uh, Love Poems from Linda Goodman. And she actually has one entitled The Sting of the Scorpion. So I'm just going to read that. It's very short. Your icy voice put out the stars. It cracked my heart and broke it in splinters. Your tone as cold as Colorado winters. But I promise to soon forget the contract we almost made. You'll feel the swift response of an equal as the dream begins to hide. I'll drown you in kindness and a casual friendly glance. I can almost imagine your blindness as I watch and wait for the chance to suddenly, cruelly, make you know how easy it was to let you go. I just like love that poem so much. I wanted to share it with you guys. But we do have Mercury in Sagittarius until December 1st, and it is going to be a really nice lift when we enter Sagittarius season and then have Sun and Mercury uh, there. It's going to kind of move our thinking shifts from a need to plumb the depths to a desire to brand, like move into optimism. Our faith has increased. Um, we are looking forward. We also have had Venus in Libra from November 8th to December 4th. And I love this. It puts Venus in my fourth house. So it's it's really a nice transit for me personally. But I do just want to note, like, Venus and Libra, we um, romanticize that a lot. Like, we're like, oh, it's an exaltation. It's amazing. And it is. Um, but... Although Venus and Libra is very relationship focused, I do find that in this transit, there can be like an air of cool detachment. Um, Libra can be very tit for tat, prefers to have things done the right way. But at the same time, to avoid unpleasant situations, we might be glossing over deeper issues in our relationships. So just be aware if there is like, passive aggressiveness or maybe like resentment building up in some areas, um, the best thing to do is sweep that out right away. Mars is in Scorpio. We've had, I mean, we've had Mars in Scorpio since October 12th and he's going to be moving very soon, November 24th. And then Mars is going to be moving into Sagittarius. A lighter energy. Okay, everyone, I that's about all the time I have. I know it's only 15 minutes, but I did want to give you guys something this week. So stay tuned. Lots of very exciting things coming up. Um, if you are looking to book any services with me, you can do that through my website, which is in the show notes. I am accepting bookings. 
Oh, and also Christmas season, Yule season is coming up quite rapidly. I want to remind you that gift cards are absolutely available or you can order a pre-recorded reading for your loved one as long as you have their birth time. The astrology course um, that I have coming out, Natal Astrology, A Deep Dive, will also make a wonderful Christmas gift if you know someone who is looking to really learn how to interpret their chart, other people's charts. Just This is a very deep dive into natal astrology, which is why it's called that. And that will be out very soon. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day and a lovely weekend. And I'll talk to you next week.